Good evening, welcome back to our weekly question and answer series, Fanash.org. Question A person which davens at home be Yechides and Sukkos, does he make Hakofas with the Dalad Minam when he says Hashanas? Does it make a difference if he has a Sefer Torah or he doesn't have a Sefer Torah? And the answer is no. The Romek Hakofas, the Kofas was made only for a Tzibur and not for a Yuchit. See Terezu of Semantufraish Samach Sifkot Mbeis. So therefore, even if he has a Sefer Torah and he could make Hakofas around the Sefer Torah, he does not make Hakofas on Sukkot to say the Shanas. Question. I live in a place where it's not easy now to get uh, Aruvas for uh, Hashanas, Hashanah Rabbah. I have Aruvas for my Dalaminam, but I won't have extra for Hashanah Rabbah. What is my option? Can I take the Arovas from um, my, my Lulav, from a few people together, will take, everybody will give their Arovas, and we'll have five Arovas. And second, if we have one bunch, if a couple of people could use them over and over in Shandaraba for Arovas. The answer to this question is first, if a person has one set of aruvas, a lot of people could use it over again. One set, if there is a place where you don't have aruvas, shanas, you could take the hoishanas, which if you have one set, and people could reuse it. This is how Rav Ozner writes in Shavit Alaivi, Chaylik Bay Semani it could be reusable. If it is still kosher, if it didn't fall off all the leaves, if it's still kosher, you could use it for Hashanahs again. And the second part which he asked, if you could take from a couple of people their aruvas and take five pieces together and make it for Hashanah, yes, you could do it after you finished Halal on Hashanah Rabbah, so then you don't use Yudalim Minim anymore. Then you could uh, open it up, take it out from the Igit of the Lilav, and you could use it for Hashanas. And this is what the Bakir Yankev writes in Simon Tufraish Samachdal Sifkut Nitches, and the Mishnabri brings it also down in Sifkut Nuchuf Aleph. And see also Shal Shivaz Kanahar Simalamat. So you have two choices. If you have one set, a couple of people can reuse it if it didn't become possible in between. And if you don't even have this one set, you can take from a couple of people their aruvas from their lilaf after they finish using it on Shana Rabba, and you make it for a shanas and you could use it for a shanas. Question. Shmini Atzeres, a person davens at home, be Um 
what does he do regarding changing from Moirit Hatal to Moirit Hageshem? And the answer is, you should wait till there is the the tzibur is is davening misaf. Once the tzibur or any tzibur in the town, if there is such a thing, the tzibur will daven meramenian, and they say already misaf moirit ageshem. You could say also moirit ageshem, since you are not going to go to shul by misaf either. So if there is any minion in your town which they, they are up to missive already, you could say also Mortigation since you are not going to be there by Mincha. If you will be by Mincha, that means you're only not going to shul in the morning for whatever reason, but by Mincha you will go to shul, you will start saying it only by Mincha. This is how the Mishnah Brira Paskins and Semakifi Dalat, Sifkut Naches. Question A person is in lockdown, Semachistoira, and he does not go in shul. What should he do regarding a coffers? The Benish Chai in Shuna Aleph, Pash Zazin, Ostas Vov writes If a person is in his house and cannot go to shul for a coffers, which today's day it might be uh, practical, you know, uh, in Australia or in Thailand, which is a big lockdown. You should take a chair, you should put on top a chumash or a tanach, and you should go around that chair which has on top a tanach, and you should dance because you shouldn't be mavatl the mitzvahs of Akufas. This is what the Benesh Chai Paskins. Hopefully, till Semachistoira, the Rabbanishim will help you able to go out of your lockdown and go on Gishul, but if it will stay like that, you should take a chair, put on top of Chumash, make a Akufas, and then dance with it. Question. I lent money to someone five years ago who wasn't Jewish at the time. And recently she converted, and I forgot to make a prisbul this year after a era of Rosh Hashanah. Can I still ask she should repay the money, or I can't? A very nice question. The law is, according to the Alter Rebbe, which he passes like the Rosh, that if a person did not make a prisbul era of Rosh Hashanah this year, he could not ask back a loan which he lent for someone else. Although the loan does not get null and void only the end of Tovshim Paibais, the end of this year, but from beginning of year there is an issue to ask um, payment for your money if you didn't make a prosbul. Now she, the question over here is she lent money for a non-Jew five years ago. As of now, that non-Jew is a Jew, a girl. And she forgot to make a principle if she could ask the money or she's over of that she shouldn't ask alone in Shemitah. The answer is you could ask 
payment back regularly because a loan which you gave for a non-Jew such a loan to begin with does not need to have a prusbel. Schmidt is not Meshamat loans which you gave for a non-Jew. Now although now she is Jewish but since when you gave the loan it is not in the category of a loan which could become Meshamat so therefore even if you didn't make a prusbel this loan you could still ask repay payment because it doesn't need to begin with a principle and this is how uh, it's passed in a couple of achroinam see mishnah case of omad kif pays az yidgimel question i gave my kapata for uh, dry cleaners before rosh hashanah i wanted to pick it up monday but Monday was Labor Day and the, the laundromat was closed can I go in to the dry cleaners and pick up on Rosh Hashanah my kapata and tell him I will pay you after Yontav or it's also to do that the answer is it is also to do that you cannot pick up your um, you cannot pick up your kapata from the goy in any way. The only solution is if you could ask the goy, he should send it to your house, then you could wear it. If it wasn't done on Yontav, if it was finished already, it was cleaned before Yontav. So then the only problem is picking up your kapata from a non-Jewish store if he sends it to you, you could wear it but to going in into the store pick it up you cannot do that Al-Treba writes in Shechan Orach that the person could not go in to a um, to a iman you cannot bring kalem me base iman the same will go with a person has his kapota in a dry cleaners he cannot pick it up from the dry cleaners in chalamoid even it's toy chalamoid because there's an iser of ein mavirim kailim avaisa iman you cannot bring um, kailam in kailam means also clothing you cannot go into a uman and bring it and Chalamoid and Alter Eberetz, the same will go also for Shabbos and for Yontov, even if it's finished before Yontov, because there is a Maras Ayan that he did it on Yontov. So, in your case, you could not pick it up on Monday, you had to pick it up on Rosh Hashanah, you cannot go and pick it up. You could send a Goy to tell for the. A Goy cannot pick it up, but you could go, a Goy should tell for the owner of the store that he should deliver it to your house and you're going to pay him after Yontov and then um, it is permissible to use if it was done before Yontov but picking it up from the dry cleaners in Yontov you cannot do in Shabbos and in Yontov question can I give 
a heter iskelon to a Jewish-owned non-shomer Shabbos business. Would there be a problem doing so since the heter iskel makes the investor some type of partner? A very important question and answer is you cannot give a loan to a, for a business or a person which wants to invest it in a business which is non-shomer Shabbos and the same will also go a business which is um, sells non-kosher food because since we know the mechanism of Hatter Iski is it is not a loan it is a pakodin, at least half of it at least is a pakodin. that means it's your money it stays your money so when you put it in and you give it in a business which does Malochim Shabbos or are buying and selling things which is non-kosher, which is also to buy and sell non-kosher food it is as if you invest, it's your money, you are invested in a business you are owning and your business is doing Malochim and Shabbos and it's also. This is how uh, the Brisihide Paskans in Pairiglamad High, Safahura Aleph. Now, in Mayadam Ismanam, Chaylik Ches, Umat Tzadig High, over there he has Lekita Hauras on the previous Halokam. So, in the, in the Kita Hauras for the volume Chaylik Vuf Simemem Aleph, so he writes that he made in his Eteriske that he write in that uh, the person which gets the money um, will only invest it in a business which is has no chash of Isr so in the Hatriski writes that I'm lending you the money I'm mafkid you the money the Hatriski money and you can invest it only in a store or in a business which does have no problem of any chashash iser. And that will solve this problem. But Haravosner does not agree with this, and he holds that even if you're right, that you, that you are only a shittif in a business which is muter, there is still a chashash. So therefore, yes, you have to make sure that when you give a heter iskelon, it should not go for an owner which is a Mahal Shabbos and he is going to invest it in a business which is Mahal Shabbos or makes um, business which is also also to make business. Question. In the previous year you spoke regarding a person should buy by a Jew, by a Yid, even if it's more expensive than a non-Jew. The question is, did I understand correctly that a shtus, that means 16%, means that whatever a goy sells and charges $100, I should buy by a Yid till the amount of $116, that means 16%? And the answer is yes. 
till 60% if it's the same item, if it's the same service, if it's everything the same and the yid does not make it more expensive. That means he's not that he, who, who uh, hired the price. That is the goy for instance has now a sale. The price is like the yid. And, uh, and, and that's the regular price of such an item. And now the non-Jew has a sale, then yes, till 16% you have to buy by the yid. So if, if it's usually the price is $116 and the girl gives it now for $100, you still have to buy it by a yid. If it's more than that, you don't need to buy it. But we have to remember that has to be the same item and the same service. If the goy gives you a better return policy or it's not the same item exactly, so then you don't need to go to the Yid because it's not the same item. You want one item and the Yid does not have this kind of item. But if it's the same item and the same uh, policies, then yes, till 60%, the Poistim say, that you should buy by Yid, if the Yid's price is the regular price. If, if the price is $100 and only this Yid decided to go up and charge $115, so he elevates the price on his own, then you don't have to go to him and buy by the Yid. Question. We live out of town and our school building is not in a Jewish area. Some of the secular studies teachers are not Jewish. All teachers have access to the building, so they could come on their own time and prepare and make copies, etc. Are the non-Jewish teachers allowed to enter the building on Shabbos if they choose so on their own? If this is a problem, must I tell the teachers that they may not enter the building on Shabbos, nor do I wait till they ask? The answer is, if it is in a non-Jewish neighborhood and if they go there they have access to the building and uh, on their own they do it for their own reason there is no problem because the problem of going in Babaisis rule is only a modest iron the Eitzim think of making copies on Shabbos it's not a problem because they do it for their own reason they don't do it for the school, they don't do it for the students they do it for themselves instead of coming in another day and making copies, they, they have time on Shabbos, so they further want to come on Shabbos and do make the copies so that's not an issue, the only problem is doing it by Sisrul, which in this case the building is owned by a Jewish school um, that will make a problem of Marasain. But since this is in a area which is a non-Jewish area, so there is not Marasain, and yes, if they want, they could go in and make copies. It's none of your business, and you don't have to tell them not to do, not to go in and do that. Question: Non-observant eat that will be driving and probably won't have a yomt of meal. Otherwise, for him or for his family, how can one invite them for Sukkot night meals? The answer to this question is: If he is in a place which he could walk to the place where you invite him, 
even it's a long way and he might not come by foot you might walk but since he could walk that way you could invite him to your meal but you have to also offer him afterwards after he was the Suda a place where he could stay if he wants that means you have to tell him I have a room here which you could sleep there and stay there if he doesn't want to stay he wants to go home that's his issue but if you invite you're inviting him from a place which he cannot come to you only by car so then you cannot divide him for a Shabbos meal and if you want to have a Shabbos meal, Yom Tov meal then he won't have a Yom Tov meal but there's not a heter that you should be goyrem chilol yontov for sure because he should have a yontov meal. So if it is a way that he could make it, he could walk um, to the Chabar house by foot, then you could invite him if you offer him a place to stay after the meal. Question. If there is an established Chabad house that, does not, that does, not, does not normally have a minion, but occasionally they have a minion when there is an event, etc., should they say Me'en Sheva on Friday night? And the answer to this question is a base Chabad Kavir, established base Chabad, which has a Sefer Torah, is Be'etzem also a Shul, a base Medish Kavur. Now, if there isn't a minion every week, because there, there isn't 10 people that, sh that want to come and want to come down, not yet at least. But if there would have been 10 people which would have want to come down, this would be a Basmedish Kavir. And when you make an event, they come to this place and has a Sefer then you could be lenient, you could be Michael and say Me'en Sheva. But if it is not a base, a base Chabad Kavur, that means it's not a place which um, regularly you make there the events. That means you just took out a hotel to make there an event. Then you should not say Me'en Sheva with a bracha, only without Shem Malchis. The same will also go if in the Chabad you don't have a Sefer Torah. So that makes it not a Kavur, then you should not make. But if it is a Kavur uh, Beis Chabad, which is established, and you have a Sefer Torah, you could be, um, you could say Men Sheva also with uh, with Shem Malchis. Question: Follow up to previous year. You discussed Bishli Sirul Serial. Preferable to keep the Chumrah. Uh, would you different between? Mazoina cereal, like brain flag, flakes or Cheerios, or other cereals? And the answer is no difference. Even Mazoina's cereal, if it's hard and it's not easy to get Bishel Yisrael, you could rely on the non Bishel Yisrael. Because as I mentioned then, they are not baked. Cheerios cornflakes, brain flakes are not baked. It's extruded. So maximum if you want to say it might be 
Bishel, not not um, pass. Therefore, since it's Bishel and it's not Oila Shulchem so therefore you could be lenient in a case which you cannot get Bishel Yisrael, and that will go on all the cereals, even which is Amazonas. Thank you for joining us. Good night, and have a wonderful Yontav. Chak Sameach.